want to begin today um, with the first reading, which is from Ecclesiastes. There is a season for everything, a time for every occupation under heaven, a time for giving birth, a time for dying, a time for planting, a time for uprooting what has been planted, a time for killing, a time for healing, a time for knocking down, a time for building, a time for tears, a time for laughter, a time for mourning, a time for dancing, a time for throwing stones away, a time for gathering them up, a time for embracing, a time to refrain from embracing, a time for searching, a time for losing, a time for keeping, a time for throwing away, a time for tearing, a time for sowing, time for keeping silent, a time for speaking, a time for loving, a time for hating, a time for war, a time for peace. What does a man gain for the efforts that he makes? I contemplate the task that God gives mankind to labor at. All that he does is apt for its time. But though he has permitted man to consider time in its wholeness, Man cannot comprehend the work of God from beginning to end. I love this passage from the, the book of Ecclesiastes. I, I just find it very beautiful, um, very profound. And, uh, and I was speaking yesterday about how in Ecclesiastes there's, a, there's almost like a depressing element um, and uh, and I think as we read Ecclesiastes, we see the, the necessity for grace because really it's grace that comes in and transforms all these times. Um, grace that transforms the time for giving birth and the time for dying, the time for tears and the time for laughter. Both of those are transformed by by life of of grace. Um, and grace is something very particular um, because grace enables us um, or is the gift of participation in the divine life. Um, and it's that participation which makes us holy um, because God alone is is holy um, and we only become holy by having some part in him. And I was thinking about holiness um, and reflecting on a, on a course which I did back when I was studying in Rome. Uh, which was, I think, called the the crisis of of holiness in the in the church, and one of the the points that the Dominican sister who was teaching this course wanted to to make um, was that uh, that sometimes with all the crises that have happened in the in the church, and obviously the the child abuse crisis is sort of strongest. In my, as my, in my mind, as we, we still very much live with the legacy of that, that sometimes the, the solution to these crises that are proposed is like, well, we have to put in place this structure, um, or we need these laws in place. But as this sister pointed out, first and foremost, most of the crises in the church and, and the abuse crisis, perhaps in, in particular, are a crisis of holiness because a, a holy priest, um, would not have committed these atrocities. And so renewal 
and um and 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 restoration in the church will always first and foremost come about through holiness through a a new sort of period of greater greater sanctity in the church and all structures um ultimately should be designed to to help us become holier um and there's a difference between being holy and uh, and simply being good um all of us i'm sure know you know good atheists or good agnostics you know people who do lots of good but they can't be holy um or they're not holy in the in in the same way because um true holiness comes from an intentional participation in the in the divine life and the memorial that we keep today of uh, St Padre Pio um is of a of a man who was clearly very very holy um and holiness fascinates um sometimes it 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 it, ir- it irritates um as well um but it's always fascinating and you can't be ambivalent when you hear about somebody like Padre Pio and i remember last year as i was preaching on his memorial i recounted a, a story of of graham green going to to visit the the monastery uh where he um with a, with a mistress um very close to uh, where padre pio was was staying and the the lady who graham green was staying with sort of said that she could arrange for him to meet padre pio um and he said that he didn't want to because he knew that if he met him then he would have to change um and it's both true and a profoundly sad um because change often and becoming holy um often comes at a at a, at a as a cost and graham green recognized that and he also recognized the the power of holiness and this year as i think about padre pio my mind turns um more to uh, Shia LaBeouf, a bit of a, a a wild child of of Hollywood, and 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 rightly in in some senses sort of excluded, um, given some of the things that he's uh, supposed to have supposed to have done. Um, but somebody has sort of given him another chance by casting him as as Padre Pio in a in a new film that's coming out, and uh, and he. And he speaks about his sort of interest in Catholicism and mu- moving closer to the to the faith as a as a result of having played um, Padre Pio. There's a long interview with Bishop Barron, which you can watch on on YouTube. I haven't watched the entirety of it; just in fact, the first fifteen minutes. But they're they're fascinating and and incredibly insightful, and um, have really made me think about uh, sort of priesthood. Um, but uh, but it's it's amazing that the sort of the encounter with the the holiness of Padre Pio through um, playing um, his life in in film has, has clearly brought about a pretty sort of substantive um, change in this man and and the experience of spending time with some holy Franciscans has has been. Um, trans- transformative for uh, Shia LaBeouf and the way he speaks about all of this is very very moving and very very beautiful 
And so I would advise all of you to to be on the lookout for for holiness um, and to come close to those who you recognize as being holy, to be in their presence and to be inspired and, and changed by that. And perhaps sometimes being close will be difficult. Um, being close can make us realize our inadequacies. I think of St. Peter as he fell on the, the shore in front of Jesus, as he recognized who Jesus was. And he said, get away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Um, but God desires that all of us who need to grow in holiness should come closer um, to the Holy Ones, come closer to him um, and be transformed. And in fact, he comes after us um, and he gives himself to us. And we should never forget that no matter how holy any saint might be, the ultimate holiness that we're offered is in the, in the Eucharist. And Christ offers us his very self. Um, and that encounter with Christ in the, in the Eucharist, if we, if we go with sort of eyes fully open to who he is, um, and to what we're being given, and to the love with which we're being given it, then this too will be a truly transformative experience for us.